Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's the Radio Guy, Mike Friends, and welcome to the Brazos Valley Schools Credit Union Hotline. We have on the line with us today the head basketball coach of the Prairie View A&M University Panthers men's basketball program, Coach Byron Smith. Before we get started, Happy New Year to you, sir. And I know the other night you came up short, but I got to say I was well impressed with what you guys displayed on the hardwood the other night. Well, Mike, thank you for having me. Uh, Happy New Year to you as well. Um, and yeah, we did come up a little bit short, but I think we're building, you know, building a, a solid foundation for the season. And I think we uh, got room to grow and improve. But I, I think that's a, a pretty good start uh, for you know, kind of being off for as long as we were. Uh, I think we're heading in, 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 a, in a solid direction. Absolutely, to be off and then to be almost like a fill-in game because Texas Southern was not able to answer the call with the latest issues that they're having in their camp. Uh, if you could, Coach, how about some uh, things that you saw that work well and some things, of course, you want to perfect on as you get toward the opening of this new season? Well, let me say this first, Mike. I, I'm I'm not still not uh, – confident and, and feeling really good about our, our conditioning. And I'm pretty sure that almost every coach in the country that's had uh, shutdowns and, and, and pauses, you know, probably feels that way. Um, I, I wish we were in better shape uh, because then I, I would be able to um, have a, a better assessment as to where we are. But uh, nonetheless, um, I, I, I think that we, uh, we, we really shared the ball, you know, really well, uh, you know, the last night uh, against TCU. Uh, I thought we um, followed the game plan uh, very, very, very well. I thought we defended all of their actions. Um, they were averaging, I think, anywhere from 72 to 76 uh, points a game, so we held them below their scoring average, which I thought was a positive and a plus. So that just lets you know uh, that, 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 that we did a decent job defensively, but although we can get a lot better. Uh, and I think we've been one of the better teams, defensive teams in the in the conference the past three years. And uh, I don't think there's any reason to, to feel like we can't be at the at the top again. Um, I thought we did a decent job in rebounding. I mean, obviously they got a big 6'11 kid uh, in there that's extremely long. He's 6'11, but he's probably 7'6 wingspan. Um, so he was very, very, very tough. And I, I thought that, you know, what he was able to do in, in extending plays and, and getting offensive rebounds and getting putbacks, I think that was a difference in the game. But nonetheless, I thought we did a really good job uh, of rebounding against a Big 12 team. So uh, defense, uh, rebounding, uh, sharing the basketball, uh, and just playing with uh, a lot of, uh, you know, uh, enthusiasm, energy, effort, and toughness uh, the Prairie View way, uh, I, I thought those were kind of the highlights uh, of the game against TCU. Well, speaking of highlights, there was a lot of emphasis on TCU were playing short, but the Panthers were also missing three key elements in that ball game as well. Would you like to expound a little bit on the three guys that were missing in action? Well, you know, obviously, Fate Williams and Dwayne Cox. I mean, I think everybody knows those guys are, you know, kind of the the uh, the, the the defensive uh, leaders of our team. Uh, they were last year, uh, and and then they will be again this year. Uh, and those guys, you know, those guys have been out. I mean, those guys have been out for a month now. 
Uh, and obviously I'm, I'm pleased to say that they're cleared to uh, return to the court uh, for this trip this upcoming weekend. And, um, you know, kind of a bit of a mystery, man, Bo Jewel, No one really knows about him. He's a 6'8", uh, kind of a, a stretch 4'5", guy that uh, transferred from the University of Detroit. Our, our good friend Mike Davis kind of uh, sent him our way. It was an early Christmas present. And uh, I think that he's going to uh, have a great impact. Uh, along with the other two gentlemen that I just mentioned. So not having those three guys uh, definitely, uh, you know, I, I think hurt and, and took away, uh, as did uh, R.J. Nemhart there from, uh, you know, TCU. Their leading score averaging 17, 18 points a game. And Coach Dixon, you know, I thought it was uh, really interesting that he continued to, to point to that direction of R.J. not playing. Uh, and that had a great effect on, on TCU. But those three gentlemen not playing for Prairie View had a, had, a, had a great effect as well. But I'm happy to say that they're back, uh, and they'll be getting on the bus tomorrow to head up to Baton Rouge and then over to Alcorn from there. So we're really excited about uh, putting off our complete team together for the first time this season, Mike. And I'm just really anxious to see uh, how we perform as a, as, as a unit. Same here, my friend. We're on the Brazos Valley Schools Credit Union Hotline with Coach Byron Smith. As you know, you'll be opening up with Southern University. Uh, somewhat of a preview, a preview of uh, what could have been last year. I know people talk about last year, but that's water under the bridge. We're in a new year right now. Uh, some of the keys that you're going to need to be successful with this Southern University Jaguar program. Well, obviously, you know, they finished up, I think, winning 12 or 13 games in a row. I don't think they lost many games at home. So it's going to be a uh, – even though probably won't be packed, uh, you know, to, to, to the Raptors like normal, but still I think they get a lot of confidence uh, playing at home. Uh, Coach Woods does a really good job with his team. They play hard. I mean, it's kind of a similar style in terms of how they, they, more, they run a lot and they, they try to pressure a lot. Uh, and they play up-tempo. They want to play fast. Uh, they plan probably 12 or 13 guys. Uh, I don't know how he's pulling that off, you know, but, uh, but, but, but you know, the four games or five games that they played, they're playing a lot of guys. So, obviously, establishing their bigger team, one of the bigger teams in the league, I think they recruited size. Um, and this is probably our bigger team, biggest team as well since I've been at Prairie View. Uh, but I think whoever wins the, 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 the battle on the boards, um, you know, who, who's get, who gets the best point guard play? I think we've got a really talented point guard, uh, Cameron Mack, and he's, but he's still kind of, you know, learning the system and how we like to do things. But I think the, the quarterback position, point guard position is going to be key. Um, and I think that, um, you know, the team that uh, has the most poise, uh, you know, doesn't rush a lot of shots, uh, takes their time, runs their offense, uh, and just you just got to kind of act like you've been there before, Mike. You know, I mean, we're, we're no strangers to tough competition. We're no strangers to big games. Uh, I think we've got a lot of new guys, but we've got some experienced guys. Uh, but I think deep, the defending the uh, the the uh, defending uh, the the ball, uh, rebounding the basketball, and having solid uh, point guard play uh, is going to be key uh, uh, elements to, uh, to 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 having a chance to defeat the Jaguars on their home floor. Absolutely. Now, do you feel that there will be a sense? of urgency to try, you know, I know to win the game is always going to be uh, mission number one, but with the looming COVID situation and you don't know how many games you're going to be able to get in, do you feel that added pressure to get out the gate extremely fast to help set the tempo for what could be a shortened season due to this virus? I think urgency is definitely the word, Mike. I think you're right. We're definitely urgent. Uh, well, a strong sense of urgency to, uh, you know, throw the first punch and try to get out of the gates as quickly as we possibly can to establish ourselves. Uh, we are still all the defending champions. You know, a lot of the SIDs, uh, you know, in the, the, the illustrious SWAC conference uh, seem to forget that. 
that we are the defending champions and that, you know, you, you, to be the champion in the Southwest Athletic Conference, you have to come through Prairie View, whether you like it or not. Uh, so, but to answer your question, yes, I feel like we, we definitely have a strong sense of urgency to get off to a great start. I think the TCU game last night gives us an opportunity to go in. Southerns, I think they've been off for three weeks, and I know they practice hard. They've done some good things, but there's nothing like games, uh, uh, gamesmanship, being able to play, get games in, and being able to uh, get a feel for the game. So I, I think, uh, I won't say we're at an advantage, but I think we've got some momentum. Uh, but definitely looking to go in and, and, and try to get that first one to start the conference season off the, the right way because you're right, we just don't know how many games we'll be able to get in this 2021 uh, SWAC uh, basketball season. Now, are you comfortable with your rotation right now, Coach, or are you still trying to feel your way through that? Man, like, you know, I'm always trying to feel my way. We'll, we'll probably be in game 17. I'll still be trying to figure it out because, you know, Mike, you know, you, you know this pretty well. I'm, I'm a practice guy, and, you know, you can, you can start 17 games, but if that, going into that 18th and final conference game, if you're not getting after it in practice, someone else is going to step up. So, you know, that's why you, I think you see sometimes a shift in our lineup and, and how we do things. So right now um, – and obviously, Mike, you know this as, as, as well as anyone and being around and being a veteran, you know, of, of, of Southwest Athletic Conference basketball. Uh, you know, there's, two, there's three seasons. We always talk about the pre-conference. We talk about uh -huh. the conference postseason. And some guys don't do nearly as well. I mean, in, in, in the non-conference, but when they get into the conference, they just kind of take off. It's like someone shoots them out of a cannon. So I'm expecting a few guys who really hadn't produced a lot in the five non-conference games that we've had to probably just be, you know, stellar performers in the conference. So that's the reason why you kind of have to hold off on having a set rotation and just putting guys out there and just seeing what they can do against different types of competition, more like-size players you know we, we, we always at a disadvantage we'll play against the power fives in terms of size but in conference you know it kind of it kind of equals out you don't really have a uh you know a six seven wing guy and six six eleven uh five man you know normally you know every, everyone's pretty much right there at the same height and things like this so i'm anxious to see how these guys respond uh to, to the first conference game really excited about the opportunity mike no doubt about it. Now, we normally would have 12, 13, non-conference games. You reduce down to five this season. Do you see that as an somewhat of a plus, not having to worry about the quote-unquote money games but getting straight into conference play, or do you kind of long for that non-conference way to build toward the season's opener? I think it's 51-49, Mike. You know, it's real close. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you like you like the conference, uh, non-conference games, not not so much for the check, but just uh, just getting the guys to develop continuity and togetherness and synergy and cohesiveness and playing together and getting used to one another. Because you know, every year you're bringing in three, four, five, six, seven new guys. So just trying to get guys to be able to play together. I think that's the one advantage of the non-conference. I think one of the positives of not having so many games. I think that you know these guys are, are very very eager because they haven't played a lot of basketball, and I think that they got their legs. I think that, you know, getting their legs back, and I think there's, they're, they're fresh and not dealing with so many injuries and things like that and back injuries and knee injuries from playing, you know, 11, 12, 13 tough non-conference games, uh, traveling the country as we do on the West Coast, the East Coast, a lot of travel goes in there. So, you know, you almost have to rejuvenate yourself when you get to January uh, from November and December. Uh, but this time around, we don't have that as much. So I think it's some positives. I think it's some negatives. Uh, of not, you know, having enough games to play together to get to know each other and bringing three three guys back into the fold who've been off for a month or so. Uh, 
Um, so I, I'm kind of anxious to see how it's gonna how it's gonna be. But if last night's game at TCU is any indication, um, uh, I, I think some good things uh, are gonna happen for us here in this uh, SWAC uh, basketball uh, season. We're talking right now on the Brazos Valley Schools Credit Union Hotline with Coach Byron Smith of the Prairie View A&M University Panthers, getting ready to open up against the Southern Jaguars on Saturday. But then you will have an old friend that you'll meet up with on Monday night, presumably that everything works out okay, and that's Coach Bussey. Man, I know you're excited for him. Have you had much dialogue with him during this offseason? You know, the day he signed his contract with uh, – Alcorn, uh, I, I deleted him out of my phone. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's I, I, a strange number from Baltimore, Maryland. Shows up all the time. I, I don't answer it, but, but no, he, 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 you know what? It, it's almost as if he never left. Mike, he, he, he texts all the time. Uh, man, coach, what about this? And man, coach, what about that? You know, and uh, just kind of going through it a little bit. This year, a little bit of frustration, obviously with COVID not helping and. You know, him getting his uh, first opportunity to be a head coach has been a little difficult just with COVID. But, but we all stay in touch. Well, he's family, and he talks to, you know, our assistants all the time. They text and talk almost every day. So, um, and, you know, it's, it's going to be, like you say, exciting. I'm so happy for him still. But uh, definitely looking to go in and uh, try to take care of business, uh, business first. And we, we'll, we'll talk and hug and laugh, uh, you know, on the bus. I mean, going out to the bus uh, after, after the game. Yes, sir. I know it's going to be strange looking down at the other end of the bench and seeing him on the opposite side doing his X's yeah. and O's. But we are excited yeah. for him. And I told yeah. him before he left, I only, I'm going to root against him twice a year and possibly three. <laughs> and that's when he faces my beloved Panthers. But it's an exciting time uh, to be a Panther. It's an exciting time to have you on the line with us, Coach. And we appreciate you, as always, uh, keeping us abreast of what's going on. But I got one thing I need you to do for me, Coach, and that's this is here. You got to come back with two, man. Gotcha. 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 <laughs> Look, hey, I want to hear you. That's so that's the plan? That's the plan, yes. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, look, I want to give you an opportunity, Coach, to have some closing thoughts and comments, and the floor is now yours, sir. But again, thank you. It's always a pleasure. And like I said, you've always been so supportive of, of this program since I've been uh, the head coach. We really appreciate that. Um, been a de definitely 2020 has been a very difficult year. And I, I just want to keep everyone out there, all the listeners, all the basketball, all the sports fans encouraged that, uh, you know, we, we don't have a lot of the answers. The man that feels like he's got all the answers probably means he didn't hear the question. So uh, we just have to stay stay prayed up and, uh, you know, lean on, on the good Lord. Uh, but the good thing, the good news is that we, we, we do have basketball at least, uh, you know, coming up, you know, here, like you say, this weekend. Uh, hopefully, you know, we, we get through it. Uh, you know, that's a positive thing. And I think sports is, you know, can, and, you know, makes things a little bit lighter. Um, and, 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 and brings a smile to people's faces and things like that. And even in adverse times, you know, these young men for the Panthers are going to go out uh, and play basketball the right way uh, with enthusiasm, uh, energy, effort, and toughness uh, and try to continue to make uh, Panther Nation proud. So I'd like to wish everyone out there a happy New Year, safe uh, New Year, and look to better days because I definitely feel that better days are ahead uh, for our world. So, But, again, Mike, thank you for the opportunity. Always a pleasure. And uh, continue to support us and go Panthers. Thank you very much. He is Coach Byron Smith on the Brazos Valley Schools Credit Union Hotline. We are going to take a pause for the calls. We're going to see if we can track down the women's side of the hardwood, Coach Sandy Pugh. You listen to the Open Mic Broadcast Network. We'll be right back. 
The Open Mic Broadcast Network would like to take this time to recognize its sponsors and underwriters. Attorney Lee Van Richardson, Brazos Valley Schools Credit Union, Prairie View Athletic Club, Temple of Refuge Ministries, Reflections Paint and Body Shop, Helping Hands Lawn Service, Diva Skin Conditioner, Purple Drip Daiquiri and Grill. For more information on how you can become an underwriter or a sponsor here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network, our number to call is 832-213-8824. Serving the community through faith and athletics. The Open Mic Broadcast Network, Prairie View, Texas. And welcome back to the Mike French Show. We're on the Brazos Valley Schools Credit Union Hotline Part 2. This time we have the basketball head coach of the Prairie View A&M University Panthers, none other than Coach Sandy Pugh. Happy New Year to you, Coach. Hey, it is that time, huh? Happy New Year coming up. Yes, ma'am. Oh, I know you couldn't have party trained because you got to get ready for some games, but it's been a strange year, this 2020 campaign. Not many games under your belt, one and one on the young season, but an impressive one and one, I might add, Coach. Uh, can you recap on how you've been assessing your team as you get ready for this weekend season opener? Well, um, I mean, it's, <laughs> this whole year has been strange. You know, we haven't had a lot of time to uh, spend with the kids in terms of practice due to uh, COVID protocols, et cetera. So it's been it's been it's been trying for us. But kids have been resilient. Um, we started out uh, won our first game against uh, McNeese, a game we had to schedule impromptu uh, because we had to cancel all of our other uh, opportunities due to COVID protocols uh, for the other teams and uh, things not being in place, et cetera. Or so it's 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 been it's been different. It's it's been one of those years where you just kind of lock in and, and and keep your eye focused down the road on, on where you're trying to go because a lot of things that you would normally or traditionally have in place or would have already taught the kids would already have knowledge of. I mean, you're 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 still trying to um, get them to understand those those aspects of the game. So it's, it's a year for us, there's no doubt about it, especially when you have so many new people, new faces, new point guards. So it, it's been a lot for the kids to learn, and um, it's been a lot for us as coaches, you know, um, trying to get them on board. You know, I didn't even have my coaching staff in place until um, mid-October. So it, it's been tough on us, but we, we, we're survivors and survivors. Um, we're going to uh, continue to battle and got a big one coming up this weekend. It's other, um, although they haven't won a game, they've been, they've really played well against some extremely good opponents. Um, you know, they played Baylor probably better than anyone recently because Baylor's been blowing people out by 90 and 80 points. Um, the Southern was able to um, hang with them a little bit, even though they're, you know, undersized. So, they are a very physical team. They battle. Uh, they get after you uh, full court. Um, they're going to try to drive the ball up the lane as much as possible. So we got to be ready to defend. we got to be ready to take care of the battle. Now, Coach, when you have a, a distressed time that we're facing right now with COVID, and as you mentioned, all coaches are having adjusting periods, dealing with new pieces to the program. But when you have a team that has pretty much been together, 
Do you feel that they would have a slight advantage coming into the start of a season compared to those that are still trying to put pieces together? Oh, there's no doubt about it. I mean, when you when you have brand-new high school and, and junior college kids coming into a program, they're having to learn a whole new system. They're having to learn how to play together, um, you know, as opposed to programs. And we have some programs in our league, the kids have been playing together for, you know, two or three years, and, you know, that was veteran team back. They basically can have their whole squad back from last year. So it's just a matter of, you know, just getting reps, whereas we have to get reps, we have to teach. There's a lot, you know. So, you know, we had our, you know, we're going to have our up and down moments where they are going to look really good and then there's going to be moments where you're scratching your head. But um, it's all a part of the learning process and the growth. Um, you know, these little kids, are they're fun to coach. Um, outstanding people, I say that all the time, but they're outstanding people. You like being around them and they're funny and um, they love ball and, uh, you know, every day of practice is, is, is fun. I look, I look forward to being at practice and, and teaching them and watching them grow because I think by the end of – I know by the end of season, toward the end, it's, they're going to have that aha moment when everything just clicks and falls into place and they begin to see um, exactly what, you know, we're trying to show them. And, and they're going to be a team to be reckoned with. Um, it's still early for us. You know, we've only played a couple of games. And, um, uh, you know, had, you know, sporadic practices. But, hey, um, we're fighters. We're going to get, uh, you know, go up here to, this weekend to Baton Rouge. And, you know, uh, hopefully we can have a good showing and compete and uh, come out of there with that, with that dub. Well, it's just like, I'm sorry, Coach. It's just like the old saying goes, it's not where you start, it's where you finish, right? And when you're starting off, about it. When you're starting off what appears to be shorthanded, and I'm using that term very loosely because I know you're not one and I know I'm not one that make excuses, but when it comes to putting your team together, do you kind of alter what you need them to know right now or you just kind of focus on the strengths that they bring to the table and you try to bring them along the way to lay out the Sandy Pugh way of things? How do you handle that? Well, it's a combination. Um, you know, uh, we we recruit based upon what we want to run and uh, the style of game we want to play. And so when those kids come in, um, you know, uh, you know, we say this all the time as coaches that um, a lot of times kids play a lot of AAU ball and uh, things of that nature. They don't watch basketball as much as they used to or they don't play outside or they don't engage with the older uh, veteran players as they used to, you know, when we came through. So it's a different style. It's a different mentality. So their understanding and their perspective is different. So um, you have to teach them. Um, they have to begin to understand. You have to, you know, sometimes you have to bring the lingo down. Some coaches like to use all the the, the basketball language. Kids don't necessarily understand um, what your what your reference point can be. So you you have to make it as simple as you can and, and um, show it to them. Um, they have to watch a ton of tape, get a lot of reps, and, uh, you know, and begin to put it together because they have to also play together. I mean, it, it's just basketball is about teamwork. So, um, but we're having a lot of fun. We're growing. We're going to get better. Um, every time we go out, we do get better. And so I'm looking forward to uh, uh, a, a really a, a good game against Southern. Um, 
you know, our men's game is going to be a great game also. So uh, it's going to be a great weekend of basketball down in Baton Rouge. Well, you know what? You just said something that brought up to mind. I was speaking with uh, Coach Penny Lucas White, volleyball coach at Alabama State, and uh, she was saying she was like in her 20th year of coaching, and mm-hmm. she was doing her X's and O's, this, that, and the other. And one day she said she she was like having a tug of war with herself, like she wasn't getting through to the kids like she thought she should have. And she sat down with them, and they had the dialogue, and they started speaking in the terms that they understood, and it was a total turnaround for the program. Mm-hmm. And I'm hearing you say that. Are, are you all finding something in the water that you got to tell the rest of us about what's going on, man? <laughs> Just been at it a long time, and you, you sometimes you have to not only assess your team and yourself, but your team and the kids, but you have to assess yourself in terms of your coaching style and, and how you are delivering the information because nobody likes a screamer. And, uh, you know, a lot of times you, you know, the kids that don't say, don't shoot the messenger. Uh-huh, <laughs> the messenger. Uh-huh. Yes, so, ma'am. Yeah, so you have to be cognizant of um, your delivery and uh, how they're perceiving it because, you know, you know they're on the court. Frustrations do happen. So, um you know, I might be across the court trying to get a point across, but it sounds to them like I'm yelling at them. So I'm yelling, I'm yelling trying to get them to understand what I'm saying, but it just comes out as yelling. So you just have to be aware of um, your delivery, how it's being perceived. And, you know, the bottom line is get your message across, get them to, to, to implement what you're trying to say. It's not about, you know, as a coach, your personal feelings. You have to check that at the door. That's why I have to get out of coaching, Coach. I already have a big mouth, right? And if I'm trying to get your attention across (laughs) the room, it'll appear that I'm yelling to you when I'm really just trying to get your attention. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and when you have a big mouth, you know, they're like, well, why are you fussing? I'm not fussing. I was just trying to get your attention. You need to be over here and not over there. And so that's why I do the interviews and I let you guys do the coaches. How about that? Probably a heck of a coach. You know what? I did okay. I did okay. okay. Um, I can't do it. My <laughs> nerves is too short, Coach. So God bless you all. You know, I probably would have been a full-fledged alcoholic at this stage of my life, so I didn't need that in my life. So uh, I, I, I truly respect what you guys do each and every time. We're talking with Coach Sandy Pugh. She's in a relaxed mode right now. I guess I'm learning she's at her woosaw stage in life, but she's going to have the engine revved up real high when she opens up on the hardwood against her old stomping grounds at Southern University. We talked about it before. I won't continue to beat the dead horse, but this is a big weekend for you. You got some rotations that you're still trying to work out. I know it's been tough, but are you close to what you would like to see the combinations on the floor, or are you still trying to fine-tune those? We're still trying to, um, you know, figure out how to play together. You know, it, it's going to be, you know, a task for us for a, a quite a bit. I mean, it's not something that you just walk into and, you know, it works overnight. So uh, it's just going gonna, gonna to take time, and we just have to keep working. And uh, We've tried a couple of different combinations where, you know, starting. But, um, you know, with me, all the kids have an opportunity to play and we get them in and, and they're, you know, try to put them in the best position we can for them to be successful. 
and then make sure our matchups are good, you know, with the other team. And, uh, you know, we got some we got some length out there on the court that I don't think we value um, as well as I'd like. So um, that's going to be a focus for us this weekend is definitely get that ball down there on the block and, and allow our bigs to, uh, you know, get some easy for us. So hopefully we'll continue to do that, and I think we'll be fine. Well, Coach, I was going to say, if someone listening to this is going to swear that you're playing possum right now, because this is year three, and and I'm and I'm not saying this because you're on the line, but we've discussed this on and off the air before. This is the year that you finally look like you have a Sandy Pugh looking team on the floor. You got some height, you got some size, and right now it's just like everybody else getting that conditioning in them and being ready as the final stretches come on. And so people are listening, look, we've seen you play twice. It might not have been as often as you want to play, but you don't have a shabby squad representing the purple and gold this season. I mean, we got some talent out there. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Um, you know, but they're learning. It's a lot, a big learning curve, and understanding the system, you know. Um, when things get to going, that, you know, is. It, as they say when the popcorn get the popping and the lights get on and people get in the stands, we tend to sometimes shy away from what we know to do. So we have to stay regimented and um, we have to stay in, in a competitive and combative, uh, you know, mode and we'll be fine. But it, it's it's just growing. We, we're going through our growing phase. Haven't had enough games, you know. Um, if we were in our 10th game or 8th game of the year, I think you'd see more of a, of, of that of that expectation. I think right now it's still too early. Um, with only six weeks of overall practices of a brand new team, we're still growing. We're still getting there. But by the end of the season, we, God willing and everybody stay healthy, I think we'll be where we need to be and uh, we'll have a, a team to be reckoned with and definitely one of the top two in the conference. So I'm, 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 we can we just get there. We just stay healthy and keep growing and learning and um, understanding. Well, all you all you got to do is let KP do the team pep talk each game, and you should be all right. Yeah. <laughs> she usually leads the chatter too. She usually leads our our clapping at the end, so she uh, she likes that. <laughs> oh yeah, she's a character in a half. She's a character in a half. We're talking with Coach Sandy Pugh on the Brazos Valley Schools Credit Union Hotline, getting ready for the season opener between the Southern Jags and the Alcorn Braves this Saturday and Monday. The new year is upon us, Coach. Uh, we're limping into 21, but we're going to keep on limping and not stopping and keep grinding and keep turning things over until we get to that final destiny. And as you stated, your goal is to be at the top of the heat, lifting up the champion trophy at the end of the day and I know that you're excited you're playing mild manner right now and I know uh, this is the the coach pew getting in gear mode and I and I appreciate and respect that to the utmost but what I do appreciate also is that you're always making yourself available to uh, speak with us about the X's and O's and let the PV fan base and abroad know what's going on with Panthers basketball. And I don't take that for granted. And thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. And I want to give you an opportunity to have some closing thoughts and comments right now. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Mike. I mean, thank you for having me and definitely giving us an opportunity to speak. And, uh, 
and uh, talk about, you know, the team and uh, looking forward to getting everybody here on campus next, the following week um, when we play Texas Southern. So, uh, you know, looking forward to that, uh, seeing everyone come out and support the Panthers. In the meantime, the game should be live streamed in Southern, so hopefully uh, everyone have an opportunity to check that out. I think Southern charges a little small fee for the game, but uh, it should be a great brand of basketball uh, on both sides, men and women. So uh, definitely tune in and support your parents. Yes, ma'am, and we're going to uh, tune in support. Remember that you can keep up with updates as the game is unfolding right here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network and our Twitter feed at the Mike Prince Show. And if the creek don't rise and the Lord delays is coming, we'll have a little post-game uh, review or recap, we should say, uh, from the coaching staff. Now, Coach, i got to tell you like I told Coach Smith now, you got to do me one favor. you got to come back with two. Hey, that's the plan. That you, is the plan. You got to come back. Now, I need you to kick the hinges off the door with Baton Rouge. Don't leave. <laughs> 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 and, then, and then swing on to Lorman and then bring it on back to the heel once you get done with that. All right, Coach? Sounds like a plan. All right, so all right. Travel safe. She is Coach Sandy Pugh of the Prairie View A&M University Panthers. I am the radio guy. We've been listening to the Brazos Valley Schools Credit Union Hotline right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.